This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. What's up, everybody? Okay, do you guys know that even if we all ate the same and exercised the same, that we would all still look completely different? I'm Lacey Green. I'm a super trainer with body. That's B-O-D-I dot com. I'm telling you, this is something that you need in your life. The app isn't just about having a perfect body, because what is that anyway? It's about what we call health esteem. Feeling good about yourself right now, just as you are, as you work on the person you are becoming. Using Body's tools to find your version of happy and healthy. Body isn't just some software. It's people. It's trainers, nutrition, and mindset experts, and a community of other people just like you and me. And they even have my program, For Beginners Only, which you have to try even if you've never worked out a day in your life. I'll get you off the couch and started on day one, finding the joy and dropping the judgment. And don't take my word for it. You can try it for free right now for 14 days at body.com. That's body with an I.com. Let's get up, get moving, and feel good. Woo woo. There's somebody I know that has a calendar of of guys in kilts, and it's like it's like lady pornish. Yeah. Oh God, fuck. Who is it? It's like someone know. she's like married, and the guy's like, yeah, that's that's just her king. That's her king. She likes. Wow. <laughs> like, so when wow. he dresses up, I know. He's like, hey, honey, <laughs> we're like, gonna yeah. play Highlander right now. Oh. Let's go. <laughs> Who wants to live forever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god uh, yeah no no it's not my not my thing not my kink but if it was part of your culture i'd be like yeah i get it yeah yeah that's fine again though it should at least hit your knee a kilt shorter than that that's a skirt <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. Honey. honey that's a skirt that's a skirt with a slit i mean that's, that's, that's yeah not right. i mean it does it reminds me of high school it's the kind of thing that's yeah, a skirt yeah we had rat to wear skirt. we had to wear those you know plaid pleated skirts. Yeah, I, I will yeah. say like being part of these like wedding groups is eye opening for me because I'm just like people are so weird about weddings yeah. and so mm-hmm. like catty. People got opinions about other people's people weddings. People have <laughs> opinions and the way that people treat like it, it really highlighted to me like the way that people treat bridesmaids as like wedding accessories. Oh, I know. It's oh. fucking so bizarre. It to is kind of true, though. They do. If because they're like, about change it. everything about you. Like, yeah. And the way that they hair, like cover your tattoos. Freak like out if the bridesmaid yeah. like lives a life. Oh, yeah. Other than, God like, forbid God, she announce anything in her life before the wedding. Oh, like, shit. Jesus you Christ. Out. Like, yeah, everyone needs to conform to your, like, wedding <laughs> Some night. of the shit that people post, like, can you believe she got pregnant? On, and I'm like, like, I'm sorry she didn't plan her ovulation <laughs> know, schedule around right? your fucking wedding. Yeah. Like, what a weird thing to be upset about. Yeah. Wasn't there a post this week about um somebody, like, finally being able to get into surgery and the yes. freaking... <laughs> Bride was so upset that it was four days before her she wedding. She scheduled like, her surgery three <laughs> days before my wedding. She's not going to be able to stand at all for the ceremony. Uh, and I'm like, it's like, it's a surgery. Isn't this your fucking friend? Right. 
Yeah, Nobody you're not gives a worried shit. about <laughs> Nobody like. Nobody gives a shit about that. No, They're like, no, nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> it's what, weird. What was the one that somebody, a woman posted something and it just happened that her name was the same name as the girl in the post? It's a very common name. Oh, Sarah. Name. It was like yeah. Sarah. Yes, I saw that one. And I was like, who else? Like, raise your hand if you went to the original post person to see if there was pictures of her in Bahamas. <laughs> because it was like the bride was pissed because it was like she couldn't do anything wedding related. But then the girl like ended up have, make, taking a trip to like Bahamas suddenly. Yeah. And yeah. Kind of, a trip to Italy. That one I did kind of understand like, why the bride was upset. Yeah. I think yeah. every and everybody on there was like, no, the bride should be pissed. This right. Because they're like, can you up. believe the bride is upset? And I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah because like the Literally bride. Everybody was like, yeah. What? And then everybody was like, Wait, is this the same Sarah? Yeah, because like, <laughs> like I'm snooping. The bride had asked the bridesmaid to be in her wedding, and yeah. the bridesmaid said yes, but like I'm really tight on cash. And the bride was like, "Okay, I understand." She bought her bridesmaid's dress. Yep. She like went out of her way to like pay for things for her, and then the bridesmaid was still like, "I really can't afford to like come to your bachelorette party or your bridal shower or do any of this stuff." And then suddenly, and then she like went on a trip to the Bahamas <laughs> and to. France and yeah. Then yeah. it was like what and it was like a <laughs> last minute trip to France or something yeah like, mm. too you're like and wait the, what the poster on this bridal shaming group was like can you believe the bride is upset at her bridesmaid and I'm like yeah yeah kind of yeah a <laughs> little bit a little bit yeah because yeah. she should have yeah, yeah. just backed out of being a bridesmaid at that point exactly. like it's fine yeah. just because be she like, didn't do anything she didn't do any of the the bridesmaid stuff right. and it's like and I know how expensive it is so it, yeah. I get it I understand it like completely but if you've gone out of your way to be like it's fine i'll pay for all of your bridesmaid stuff i just want you to stand with me on my day and then like you that's like uh, someone that's like a friend and it really matters that you're there with them so much so that they're willing to like fork out cash and like help you out and you just like shit all over them when they're planning a wedding which is really expensive (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh my god yeah well Welcome, so guys, everyone. This yeah. is uh, My Worst Date. I'm Cassie. I'm Keegan. I'm Christina. And I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, I didn't no, realize you're, you were no, you're fine. Something. I was just going to tell people they should uh, get in on that wedding shaming group. Whew. Yeah. Join us. Uh, <laughs> or don't. Or don't. 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 You know yeah. what? Actually, you, know what? Don't. you don't need the negativity. You really <laughs> don't. don't. Like, it's not worth it for the one in a million buck cherry aisle dance. It's oh really not. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I watched it again on YouTube with the YouTube comments, and that was life. So um, Why I'm Single is another podcast, and they reached out to us with a video from Tosh.0 where they do a, a web redemption. I haven't watched the whole thing through yet because I got it when I was like at work and I like, couldn't watch it all the way through but i'm like what i am it? interested to see this the web redemption yeah you know when he used to do that like yeah Tosh. yeah yeah. What, yeah, yeah. what tosh point oh oh i know what tosh point oh is but what's what's web web redemption web redemption so Jesus. when <laughs> so he gets video clips from like people who do sh- really shameful shit yeah like walk down the aisle to crazy bitch did he get <laughs> yes, them that's what i'm saying <gasps> oh my oh, god oh i'm down yeah. so i have it oh we'll watch it during our break okay. oh my god i'm so interested I in that. wait that's amazing in fact we should probably post that to our instagram so people <laughs> yeah. know what we're talking about I get, i'll get it from uh it from youtube and we can post it yeah. on our instagram because that's amazing it really is it's oh. something else did the grandma's face Jesus. I, I that just, guy with the kid he's the my very oh, he is my like spirit animal because yeah. my face reveals ev- like i am I will try and keep it together. I'll keep my mouth shut. But my my face face reveals everything about what I'm feeling on the inside. And this man was just straight up just like, 
horrified. That fucking, <laughs> that fucking little kid knew he wasn't supposed to be hearing that yeah. too. He's the way like, that oh, he looked damn. at his his dad was like, I'm not supposed to hear this, but right? I am. But I but am. I am. I'm hearing this. And then he grabs <laughs> him by the ear. Like, like, <laughs> I'm so sorry, son. I'm so sorry. He's like, no, no. Oh, okay, yeah, oh we're, we're gonna post that to our Instagram because we've now this talked about much. it on two episodes, and you guys it's need to watch it. it. Yeah, is... let's not do it on Instagram. Let's put it up on our Facebook. Okay, that yeah, way everybody because yeah. it's a long video. Join so our Facebook group. Yeah. Watch yes. it on Facebook. We're gonna post it on there because it is fantastic. Fucking wild. Fantastic. It's wild. <laughs> what else we got going on this week? Okay, Ooh. I need to talk about a creep on uh, my Facebook. Uh, oh. oh, I okay. Wait, because some guy tried to friend request <gasps> me, and I was like, "He's friends with Keegan," and I was like, "What's his name?" Mutt? Yeah, no. this. Uh, yeah, was it? I don't know. I don't remember. But I went and looked, and I was like, "This guy's too good looking," and he only had like pictures from like March fourth. And I'm like, mm, "No, you're a fake person." So what? I deleted it, and I meant to snap it. Maybe I did snap. Hold on. Yeah. It's yeah. Him. Okay. yeah. Okay. 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 So he is a real person. I can tell you that he is a real person because I met well, there him. Is a, there is, like, <gasps> no, I met him in life. Like, he's a person. Uh, he came to my show because he knows someone in the show. Okay. So he came to the show. That's a fake and account, though. It was fine. He, like, you know, it was like anytime after a show you meet people, they shake your hand, they're like, oh, you were wonderful, whatever. You do the schmoozing thing after a show. That's what you do. Uh-huh. And so I was like, okay. I, like, shook his hand. I was like, thank you for coming, you know. And he was very, like, over, uh, you know, was just like, you were so amazing. You were so great. But you get people like that every now and again. So yeah. I'm just like, it's fine. It's probably it pretty normal. Show. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, he knew someone in the show. So I'm like, it's cool. And he is an actor as well. And so when he's he very sent good looking, me, by the way. he's very good looking. Mm-hmm. He's older. Um, but he sent me a friend request. And I was just like, that's not unusual either. Like actors, friend actors all the time, especially if you have some kind of connection. Right. Because sometimes people will want to call you in for projects or whatever. But so that, I'm like, that, that account is an almost brand new account. Well, I didn't even look at it because I saw who it was and I saw who our mutual friend was and so I was just like okay this is someone I, I've met it's another actor it's fine so I added him and then almost immediately like literally like in the next half hour he sent me a message on Facebook that said <gasps> hi beautiful oh no so I was in the middle of doing oh, something no. I did not respond because I was just like I'm not going to respond to that, but I didn't unfriend him because I was doing other stuff and I just didn't think about doing that. Last night at midnight, midnight, he sends another message that says, sorry, I hope I'm not bothering you. Oh, if okay, someone doesn't it. write you back for a solid week, yeah. you're bothering them. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're bothering them. I am. And, um... and then he sent, that's from one of our other friends, bleep this out too, but one of our other friends, Amy, sent me that screenshot this morning and said, who is this? Because he tried to add her. <gasps> he friended me too. Yeah. And, and so I... he's going through my friends list and pulling out like girls from my friends list Ew. and sending them like in like friend requests. Ew. Right. Yeah. So I, I'm unfriending at your pictures, checking I, the tags. Yeah. Going and so directly. I'm unfriending him and I'm letting the person in my cast know that like. I'm checking my Facebook right now. I never check my friend requests. Oh I'm my God. terrible at it. Yeah. So I Ew. I was just like, that is so. So I just want to do it's a so PSA funny. that like, guys, 
If someone hasn't written you back in a week after saying something like that to them, yes, you're bothering them. You don't need to ask. You are. Mm, That's weird. (laughs) You are. I don't like it. It's very weird. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, and Anthony was like, it's so funny. Don't unfriend him. It's funny. Like, no. let's see what he says next. And I'm like, no, I'm going to unfriend funny. him. No. I actually meant to tell you something because I saw that you guys were mutual friends and I was like, hmm, this is weird. And I'm like, it, it feels very catfishy because he's a good looking guy. A, I'm always like, mm, who is this he, guy? He's and I don't good know looking you. in person. So I friended like, him just like. to see what else he had, like what else he had on his page. Mm-hmm. And when I did and if, and it came through and I was like, mm, he's got like, five or six pictures and that's it he doesn't have very many friends our only mutual connections you and then i was like uh, i don't i don't like this and so i immediately unfriended him i mean Ugh. he is he is a good looking guy like that's yeah. what he looks like in person oh he's very good looking. um and he was nice it, he was a little like overly nice but that happens sometimes especially like in this town there are some people who are just on yeah all the time and yeah. that's kind oh, of yeah. like what i thought i just just like oh he's just like you know, on and overly excited about everything, sure. you know, but is that his real name? Yeah. I mean, he was introduced to me as the first name at least. Yeah. 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 So I, I mean, need to, I need more. I have more questions for our, your mutual <laughs> friend situation because I have a lot of questions about this. The fact that his page looks. Yeah. It's weird because clearly <laughs> when Amy sent me that this morning, I literally, I was half asleep. I like woke up. I literally woke up, My saw it this morning too. That's fucking I woke weird. up. I saw it. I responded to her. I said, don't add him. He's a creep. And then I like rolled back over and like went back to sleep. But I was just like, it's very weird to me that. So first of all, he came and saw me in a show. Obviously, he sought me out, not because he had any kind of interest in like networking. Yeah, it was a personal thing to like seek me out. And then he went through clearly went through my friend, my friend list. Ugh, it's weird. And started adding girls from my friend list, which is so creepy. I am dying. You know what you need to do. Send that to the nap and see who else. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because I wonder if he got like... And say, say, do not friend this person and just... I should probably send it to our big group because there might be... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll send it to our big group and be like, hey, if this person tries to add you, don't do it. (gasps) I know it says we're a mutual friend, but don't do it. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. Creepy. I don't like it. I don't like that at all. Well, um, there is a new baby. Archie. Archie. Oh, I love the name Archie. I love the name Archie too, but can we talk? I know you listen to the Daily yes, Zeitgeist. Archibald. I was like, but also they came out before they announced the name and they were like, this is going to be a name that unites the United I States don't get it. and the United <laughs> Kingdom. And then like, they came out with the most British name of all time. It was For like real. Archibald Harrison well, I, Mountbatten. I heard it. It's just Archie. Yeah, it's, it's, not Archie. Short. it's not short. It's not short for Archer it, or Archibald. It says they, Archibald on the like birth announcement. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I it was just but they, but I they it was came just out Archie. and said they're going to call him Archie. Oh. It's, I don't I think, think the queen cute. would let that happen. The queen's not like just Archie, period. <laughs> I think Archie's very cute. Very cute. Very cute. Also, cuter if it was Archer. So cute, Aww. right? How no, cute would that Archie have been? for a kid, Archer for a man. Oh. Like, because you name him Archer, you call him Archie when he's little, and, and then, then he gets Prince older. Archer? Oh, hey, I yeah, sh- I'm sorry, that. we need to call uh, Megan right now. <laughs> Excuse you me, Meg. Still change it. Me- Megan, you can still change it. There's yeah, still Meg. time. Change it right now. <laughs> Good friend, Meg. So, um, Meg, so. Oh, um, my God. That I do have hot. a friend who has an Archer. 
a little I like that. That's Isn't a hot, fucking cutest hot name, name ever. Oh my god, and he is the cutest little boy. Ever. I like oh, that a lot. So cute, Archer, and then and Archie. That's daughter, so cute. I can't remember her daughter's name, but it's really cute too. Uh, it's not. I want to say Sparrow or something, but it's not. It's. I like unique names Rook. that aren't Rook. 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 <gasps> it's another type of bird. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Archer and Rook. Is that I great? Love that. Oh. I love unique names that the aren't best. like debilitating. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like we like, talked about like Absidy. Don't don't do Absidy. That woman who was just like <laughs> they made fun of my kid's name and it was like yeah. A B C D E. And yeah. she's like, it's pronounced Absidy. And yes. I'm like, don't yeah, fucking like, do that to your kid. Here. That's <laughs> child abuse. Stop that. But but like oh. Archer, that's cute. I like that a lot. Yeah. And how cute was that photo or their like photo announcement or whatever? And he's just like he was holding the baby. Yeah, I like it. I like that. I like it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Ah, uh, everything. So cute. I, and I, I want to not give a shit about the royals because there is part of me that's like, this is dumb that we care so much about the royal family. Yeah. But like their relationship, I'm just like, it's the first biracial or multiracial baby in the royal so family. Cute. I love it. I love it. And like, I don't know, first American. I'm like, I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into it. Um, like for all it. of our UK listeners, as a colonist, <laughs> one of the, one of the colonies. No. <laughs> I, no, shit's not going well over there either. Yeah, no. it's not going well well anywhere. Yeah, but anywhere. Um, yeah, I I appreciate I appreciate the the pageantry. I get yeah. I get why it's a thing. It's a nice yeah. nice little distraction. They were complaining. Uh, I think on the Daily Zeitgeist, maybe that someone in the street was like showering people with champagne when he found out that the that she had given birth and I was like, I don't know, I'm kinda into it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I mean I, I don't want to get right wet. With it. Yeah. I don't want to get wet. I want to be far enough away to watch it. It yeah, would be a little it. it would be a little but if sticky. If you get me wet, I'm gonna have a problem with it. It would be a little sticky. I, there's nothing but there's few things I hate more than balloons and being wet and spit. Oh yeah. Oh Tops. spit. Tops. Dude, okay. So I just started watching well, first of all, I have established officially, I told Anthony last night, I'm like you have forfeited any rights to complain that I watch movies or TV shows without you because <laughs> you literally fall asleep in anything we try and watch. I tried to make him watch Killing Eve, fell asleep, oh. had to go back on another show I was watching because I got ahead of him and then he fell asleep. Oh, and then see, no. last night I was like, the Deadwood movie is coming out. I fucking loved that show on mm-hmm. HBO and I'm like, you should watch it so that we can watch Dead- the Deadwood movie together. So last night we started watching Deadwood together. <laughs> He Which you've already fell seen. Asleep. Yeah. He fell asleep again. <laughs> and well, I mean, he does play soccer for like 127 hours a week. Yeah. I there's don't, that. I don't care. <laughs> no. I, I simply do not care. <laughs> simply don't I simply care. don't care. Um, but there is a, there was a scene, you know, it's gross. Every that that show looks like it smells. Like Ooh. the show looks like it smells. <laughs> yeah. Everyone yeah. looks disgusting. It. It's like Wild West. Yeah. Everyone yeah. looks like they're caked in dirt. Yeah, it's and filth. there was <laughs> there was a scene. You know, you're watching people get like fucking beat the fuck up, like yeah. murdered. And the scene that made me like huh, was when they made an agreement and they both spit into nope. their palms and shook hands. Like and that. I was like, huh. that smelled <laughs> oh, awful. That seems disgusting. They didn't, I don't did want to mingle our spit. Did they invent toothbrushes by that point? I don't know. Oh. I don't think so. That's what I feel like people don't take this into account when they think about going back like in time. Yeah. It's just talking. I'm about like, this. y'all, all of it was <laughs> disgusting. Like that was dirty. You, That's why it's such an important pact. The fact that they spit. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we may have just contracted some 
some kind yep. of disease. Yep. So I you know the that consumption. this. You know this deal. <laughs> the consumption. <laughs> no, I mean, oh just keep God. that in mind, people, when you're like, I wish I could go back to this other time period. Because it's like nine times out of ten, I don't care how pretty the corsets were. No. It fucking smelled like shit. Like oh ab- actual shit. Speaking of corsets, freaking Kardashian at the Met Gala. Did you see like what she had to do to get into her dress? She no. had like three men like basically pulling on this corset. It's the craziest. I- I've never. I mean, I-, I know what corsets are supposed to do, but I had no idea like they did that because that dress yeah. was like. Boop, boop. I did a corset once like a real one. Yeah. And. I had a really small waist at the time anyway. Like my waist was like 24 inches at the time and I got corseted down to like 22. Jesus. It It is so fucking painful. Like I'm like, I can't believe people did this and you can't, it was for a photo shoot and it's like, you can't move. Like he was like, can you like sit down or like do this other stuff? And I'm like, I can lean against this table. <laughs> I can't like, <laughs> I, I, I could can't. lay down flat. Dude, Dude, I would not I, do it. I couldn't, I couldn't go back in time for a lot of reasons. That's one of them because like, Dude, the second I get done with work, you know, I'm reaching in through bra my shirt. Off. Bra off. Good fucking I did it God. one time on my way home from work <laughs> oh, on yeah. the, in the car. Right? I oh, was yeah. like, because I, I had a bra that was like at the end of its life and so oh, yeah. the um, underwire was poking through. Oh, the worst. And so I was like the on the 101 stuck in traffic, pissed off already and I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? Uh, no. Now's the time. Now's the time. Dude, coming off. Nothing makes you feel like better than taking your bra it's off at the end out. of the day and it's just like, Oh, it's just the best. It's the best feeling. Yep. It makes me so happy. I'm like, fly, be free. <laughs> <laughs> free at last. Free at, free at last. Exactly. It's just the worst. You can I can't feel believe your breasts do. like sigh when I you know. take them off. I'm like, <sighs> yeah. Like, we had to work all day too, mama. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's why, like, right now, no bra. I like, on. I have small enough boobs that I'm like on the weekend. Yeah, Flat, I fake enough yeah. boobs that I didn't. Yeah, they just stay up. <laughs> they... No, I got <laughs> wow. I got tiggle yeah, babies. I, mean, I did feel really need, like attacked right there. Yeah, that Passy. need to be Yikes. strapped down, tie it down, <laughs> flip it up, and reverse it. <laughs> Missy <laughs> Elliott style. That I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lock it down. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I put my bra on and it makes the law and order sounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, That's God. hilarious. I love yeah. that. That's so I got funny. like iced tea in the corner, like commenting on it. Yeah. Real, <laughs> so it's a whole real thing. nonchalant. Like, yeah. Yeah. All casual. <laughs> oh, my God. How did Ooh. we get on this topic? I don't even know. I know. Took a, we took a turn. Yeah. We, keep, oh. we always do. We need to fuck, Mary kill. Who are we doing this week? Oh, shit. I don't Anyone know. got any ideas? God, yeah, we didn't discuss. We beforehand. did not. Mm. We did not. Here's, here's on one. Right here's an idea. In honor of the very American name Archie, we could do an Archie comic one. I okay. have no I, idea. I'm not well-versed, but I mean, I know Archie, Jughead. I know. Um, yeah, that's it. Veronica. Veronica and Betty. Yeah. Well, we could, we could throw women in if we wanted to. Um mm. What about, okay, what's, when is this, when is this airing? This week we got Mother's Day, hot moms, milfs, milfs. I'd have to think about that. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> I'm gonna okay, sure. Okay, all right. Uh, that's it. No, that's weird too. I got Gwyneth Paltrow. It's the first one I thought of. Ooh, Gwen Gwen Stefani. 
I, is she a mother? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because dude face Ooh, fucked Victoria the nanny. Beckham. I'm going to take it a different direction and I'm going to go Carol Brady. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We should do TV moms. TV like moms. Like famous TV moms. Okay. 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 All right. That's a good one. Um, Famous television mothers. Ooh, um, can I have Mrs. Cosby? Yeah. Of course you can. I mean, I it's can. not her fault. Yeah. It's not her fault. I say yes. Mrs. Aww. Huxtable. Aunt Viv. Ooh. <gasps> which, which one? Dark skin or light skin Aunt Viv? Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I don't see, even remember. Th- I think there were more episodes they changed, with light skin. They changed. Um, well, I, I remember dark skin Aunt Viv more. She was more memorable. I liked her better. Um, but they did change like halfway through the series. Yeah. What was that about? Oh, it's because her and Will Smith they didn't, didn't get, get along. along. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, well, I'm doing Mrs. Huxtable. Okay, Mrs. Huxtable, Mrs. Brady, Aunt Viv, Aunt Viv. Okay, okay. whichever Aunt Viv we want, or yep. Okay. Yep. okay, okay, okay. Aunt, oh shit, this is hard Viv from your memories. Okay, I. Oh no, God, no, I don't know. I don't hard. know. This one's actually really hard. Yeah, it is. I think I have mine. Okay, okay, you go. I'm going to fuck Mrs. Brady, and here's why. I just feel like it's the 60s. It's, you know, late 60s. Things are wild. She's it's got wild. that bowl cut. She looks demure, and but you're got, like... And they got a keyboard. You know. You know. <laughs> Dude, you, look at, you look at that house, and yep. they for real had, like, one of those key parties. Swinger parties. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, sure. that's true. Like, she yep. looks like all fucking yep. leave it to Beaver, but yep. deep down, you're like, y'all were doing yep. some shady well, shit. Well, you know all the stories, the behind-the-scenes stories. There's yeah. a lot of wild yeah, shit they happening. Had, they had the key parties. There was, like... Like yep. one of those jello salads yes. on the tube. Oh, God. <laughs> that, the, that their maid made, whatever her name is. Alice. Alice. <laughs> oh, God. That's much of a lot of Brady. Oh, no. Um, I just remember reruns from childhood. Yeah, yeah I really didn't watch didn't that much really Brady. didn't really watch that show at all. Yeah. No. Um, a couple times, yeah. I mean, but yeah, so I'm going to, I feel like she's key party wild child. And I, can yeah? I can see that. I can see that. It's a time. Sure. It's a time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm marrying Mrs. Huxtable. She's yeah. a good wife. God, I fucking love her so much. She's so strong, uh, so smart, so independent. Yeah. Yeah. Just the best. Yeah. 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 You're going to get rid of Aunt Viv? And I hate to because you know how much I love money. But <laughs> yeah. Well, Aunt, got, Aunt Viv was great. Like, I mean, that's, she was that's great. where my issues comes into because like both Aunt Viv and Mrs. Huxtable were like cool, but badass, you, strong ladies. But you had this like idea that Mrs. Huxtable did not necessarily need Mr. Huxtable. True. She mm-hmm. made money. True. She was she's doing her own damn thing and that bitch ruled the roost yeah like, what did aunt viv do because she wasn't at home that's a lot it. that's my question it so she seem, she had to have had a job i feel like she was i don't think she did i feel like she was the the charity wife like the wife who huh. did all the like hmm. we're doing this event or that event fair you yeah. know what i mean which is i don't fine. really I just, remember I either kind of, i kind of am more mrs huxtable i like that she's a badass bitch getting shit done yeah fair. wasn't she a doctor too yeah yeah, I think so. Yeah, or a, lawyer. a lawyer, a lawyer, or something. Yeah, yeah. She was it he a doctor? He was a doctor, and she was a lawyer. I think <sighs> something See? like that. So yeah, hot. and I love. I, you know what? As a kid in that time frame, like I really appreciated having that visual of like, and I remember at the time not even thinking about it, but now as an adult thinking about it, like two very very wealthy, respectable, high class. This visual of two black people who that was that and that was normal to me because that was right. what was showing up in my 
house. I mean, that's, and that was normal. That's why everything that happened with Bill Cosby was so oh, tragic for horrible. like, I mean, and especially for black families, it's why so many black people can't seem to like accept it is because like in my house, like in my grandparents, house, like growing up like that was, I mean, it was important. It was so important that this was something that was like being shown on TV. Yeah. And so it was heartbreaking that like he's a piece of shit. (laughs) But he is a piece of shit. And it fucking is horrible that it is. Yeah, it sucks. It It, it ruined like culturally. It was so culturally significant and it's so like tainted now and it sucks. Uh, But, you know, it doesn't change all of the positive stuff that it brought to our lives in our formative years. Yeah. At least not for me. Yeah. Yeah. It really did. It, 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 you know, I grew up in Columbus, but I grew up outside of Columbus. So growing up in kind of a smaller town outside of there, I think that it's so easy to look around you and see only the people you see that look most, you know, most people look like you. So it was... I in a formative time and even I think too because when you're a kid you don't think about those things so it's a subliminal message mm-hmm. it's the message of like yeah this, this is, is normal. totally fucking normal and mm-hmm. just because it's not happening around you doesn't mean it's not normal this right. happens everywhere yeah. you know what I mean yeah, yeah. absolutely so, uh, do you have your answer I okay do. what's yours well uh Aunt Viv's hot I'm gonna I'm gonna tap it I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna fuck Aunt Viv I um, feel like Aunt Viv would be kind of wild in the bedroom didn't she, ha- didn't she have one of those dancer episodes where she like yes, auditioned she did and she oh i forgot about that yeah she had like an african dance episode yeah that's right shit yeah so <laughs> i'm gonna tap it uh uh i'm gonna marry mrs huxtable because same dude i, I want to be a bitch. power couple yes with her yeah we would take yes. over the world um and Dude, Carol Brady is just way too saccharine for me. I just, yeah. I'm like, I can't, I can't. Even with the the whole like freaky key party, I mean, having to like be around her for like more than five minutes, I'd be like, can you not? Though? I think I don't talk. I think I'm with. I think I'm with you, Christina. I yeah. You almost had me convinced with that I know. freaky key party thing because I bet you that's true. Like just, they were fucking. The Brady's have that Why, sex dungeon yo. from, yeah, that, one, yes, from that one post. Where the house on the outside looks like the McAllister house and inside you're like, what's happening in <laughs> here? <laughs> Mirrors on every wall. <laughs> um, the ceiling. Wow. Uh, and I believe that, you know, Mr. Brady's hair is just long enough that I'm like, mm-hmm. they were doing some freaky shit. In there. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. a key party house if I ever saw one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If they could ever get their 18 million children out of the house. Um, I've walked past that house. Yeah, it's we, close. I it's, took my uh, Anthony's brother and sister-in-law there. It's they, in Studio City, right? It's, yeah, it's close yeah. by. Yeah. Um, I'm sure people people live there now and they're like, could you not? Could you not? Keep parking outside of our house. <laughs> could you please but, put your key in the bowl? But, yeah, listen, if you're going to stop by. <laughs> don't double dip. <laughs> oh, God. It's rude. Uh, but I think I'm going to do the same as you, Christina, because and also, you know, I I'm team OG Aunt Viv. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. you know, why pick? Why don't you yeah. just say Aunt Viv and then you have variety? Exactly. Both. <laughs> you have both. Why yeah. not both? Why not both? Why not both at the same time? Yeah. Both Aunt Vivs. Both Aunt Vivs. <laughs> oh my god my head is spinning i think i saw that video <laughs> i'm you sure know, someone you know, on pornhub you, you could type in two ant vivs and i guarantee someone, you, dude that's I, someone's kink i kind of want to see sure. i'm 
definitely sure, sure and if there's something. If you find something. that video, please tag us <laughs> <laughs> immediately. It's my worst date podcast at gmail.com. Send us the link. <laughs> uh, need, need this. Our people at Squarespace are going to be like, what are they? <laughs> What's our, happening? Our FBI agents are just shaking their They're heads. Like, They're like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> Disrespectful to the Fresh Prince. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think that the only thing you can do is marry Mrs. Huxtable. Mm-hmm. I think you have to. Yeah. She's the shit. She's yeah. a queen. She's a good mom. Mm-hmm. She's a good wife. She's got. She's a boss bitch. She's holding it down. Yep. She's, I, yeah. I like it. I'm going to marry her. I'm going to fuck Aunt Viv. And, you know, sorry to leave so many children without a mother, but we're going to have to Here's the thing. scrap Brady. You, you're the one who brought her in. I know, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. She is she is a famous TV mom. She is. She so, is yeah, one of true. the most famous TV moms. Yeah. I mean, when you think about, like, the bra- that, you know, it's just culturally uh, do significant. Do you remember but- in the 90s when they brought back, like, all those movies, the movie spoofs of the yes. Brady Bunch? Bad. Oh man, that just entered that, my head, and that was unnecessary. Yeah. yeah, I didn't feel like it needed to happen. <laughs> it at didn't. All. It didn't need to happen. <laughs> there was at a all. lot of things in the nineties that didn't happen, and honestly, those movies are pretty close to top of the that list. That didn't need to happen. You know what else yeah. didn't need to happen? The Scooby Doo movie. You know what oh, else didn't need to happen? God, honestly, any of the scary movies, like Scary Movie. Oh, I'm oh, kind of oh, with oh, you on that. Some people God. love those. I, here's the thing. I'm like, just, I don't think Spoofy Ugh. is. Funny. I, not. I don't like like the cheesy, like over the top. I agree. Stuff like that. Uh, I feel the same way. Not like, my thing. Not like my it. thing. Did you have a story you wanted to share with us before we went to break? No, it's my story for. Ooh. Oh, it's my it's story. story. Well, let's hurry up and break so we can okay. get to this. All, All right. right. We'll be back with stories. And we're back. Hello. Okay. Let's get into this. I got my coffee. I'm ready. Um, I've got the first story this week since I've got the crazy in love. This is an email we got through our website, myworstdatepodcast.com. After many hours of laughing and cringing at some of the horrible stories I've heard on your podcast, I thought maybe my worst date story might be a good for a bit of both. Might be good for a bit of both. In December 2018, I started talking to a girl on Tinder who was a few years younger than me. I was 21. She was 18. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really think I mean, it's not fun because you get you like you just turned 21. You're like, yeah, I can go to bars. And they're but, like, oh, yeah. never mind. She but can't. Never mind. She yeah. Can't. But as far as like age wise, I mean, that's not really. No, yeah, it's no, not it's, bad. Yeah, no, not bad no. at all. I didn't really think dating someone that young would turn out well. Spoiler alert, it didn't. But she seemed very smart, funny, and like a genuinely nice girl. The girl, which I will call Beck, was living on campus at the university I had just graduated from, and we agreed that I would pick her up and go have a couple of drinks and chat around a shopping mall five minutes down the road. I arrive on campus and meet up with her, and she invited me to her dorm while she changed her clothes. From the first moment, I I was really put off with her personality. She had done nothing wrong, but the mature, sophisticated vibe I was getting from the messages on Tinder weren't like the overly excited schoolgirl-esque one I was confronted with. Oof. Oof. Being very recently single at the time, I decided to just go along with it and followed her up to the dorm. Five minutes later, I find myself talking with Beck on her bed and getting the clues to make a move. Um, rebound slut face, so I was all for it. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, of course. No yeah. judgment nope. here. No, nope. literally. <laughs> never done that. Never been in that situation before. <laughs> <laughs> Said me never. And she leans in for a kiss. 
Before I get close enough to actually kiss her, however, she pulls away with her hands over her mouth and starts giggling like a 14-year-old. I ask what's wrong, and she replies, nothing. Ha ha, I'm scared. Ew. That's how he wrote it out. Ew. Mm -hmm. Ew. We've already talked about baby baby talk. Oh, it's the worst. I ask what the actual fuck she just said (laughs) while laughing, and Beck says, I'm scared again. I go, all right, well, let's go for that drink and go to leave. And she grabs me and starts kissing me. We're making out on her bed when she puts my hand whiplash up. Right. (laughs) I'm sure he did, too. Uh, Puts my hand up her skirt and I start fingering her. Out of the blue, she starts laughing again. And I ask, what's wrong? And she replies with nothing. And as I go to put my hand there again, she says, no, I'm a child of God. Oh, Jesus, would you look at the time? <laughs> Good God. Wow. Oh, my God. I say, okay, and apologize. And she then says, I'm not. I was kidding. Keep going. No. What wait. is happening? What? Back no. and forth. And I, for some reason, go back to it. We know the reason. Oh, yeah, it's we fine. know the reason. We, yeah, you don't you need to hide from that. us. No, we get it. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Oh things, things start moving to the next stage as my pants are off. And she again says, wait, no, I'm a child of God. I, can we I leave don't, I don't, the Holy Spirit out of this, please? Oh, and oh then he God. was like, I <laughs> you are I, having a threesome. With Jesus, with Jesus is Jesus. in the room. Jesus. Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> I just start laughing and pull my pants up and say, hey, look, I wasn't expecting to be in your room doing this. Would you like to just grab those drinks and chat? Very classy move, sir. Yeah. Yes. She bows her head a little and then says, I want to have sex, but don't just want it to be a one-off thing, you know? Now, I had already decided that whatever happened was going to be a one-off thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and He's said, like, I'm not in a three-way relationship. Not exactly. happening. And said that I respected that and we should just go get some drinks. We head to my car and on the way to the mall, she mentions how she has to do a quick 15-minute shop for her brother and sister's Christmas presents, which I had no problem with. My mate rings. He's British. He says, apologize with an S. And then uh, his mate rings his phone. Just as we arrive to the mall and I put him on speaker so Beck can hear him because I'm assuming he will ask to go to the pub later on. Trying to get out. Yeah. Yeah. It's smart. I check with her and organized to meet up with him at the pub close to my house, 45 minutes away, which gave two hours with Beck. The two hours pass, and I'm still yet to touch a beer with Beck because she is shopping with her bro- uh, for her brother and sister while I walk around Toys R Us by myself. Oh, God. I hesitantly ask if I can take her home so I can catch up with my mate, and she agrees. In the car on the way home, her mom rings her and makes sure to tell her uh, and she makes sure to tell her that she's on a date with a guy and I have to start talking to this girl's oh. mom oh. about oh. myself. Oh, oh, oh my no. God. No. No. So let's see. You're you're finger banging a chick that brings up God yes. when walking around the mm-hmm. Toys R Us and then talking mm-hmm. to her mom. Great date. I hate but this story. Great date. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate this date so hard. <laughs> Me too. 
I finally drop her back on campus and Beck apologizes for not being able to find presents for her siblings and that she's really good at picking things quickly, usually. I already have my outfit for the some sort of country festival, says Beck. Um, Oh, really? I reply. When's that? In April, OMG, you have to come. Uh, <laughs> OMG, start, no, I do not. I already booked that day. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm busy every day until <laughs> April. Um, I start laughing at the idea of being invited to something four months after the time of the first date, but brush it off and say that I'll think about it. She gets out of the car and I drive to the pub and proceed to explain the shit show of an afternoon that I have just had. Oh, no, she shows Almost up. as if in a comedy movie, my mate's girlfriend says to me well at least you'll never have to see her again oh, and no. my phone comes up with a text message hey did i leave my wallet in your car no oh. i checked my no. car and sneaky <laughs> sneaky bitch i checked my car that's an 18 year old move uh, it sure fucking is yeah leave something in the car mm-hmm and found said wallet, and after debating between the three of us, we decided I would drop it off to her tomorrow, which I told her. The next day, I handed that wallet to her at work, walked out the door, and blocked that number. I don't know how many red flags you guys would find in that story, but I definitely stopped dating for a couple months and started just talking and easing my way back into socializing with girls. Oh my god, I love this guy. I I love that he was like, that's all I needed. Lesson learned. See, he got those red flags quick and was like, deuces. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm out. He only had to spend, what, a couple of hours. So Uh, I I, I really need to uh, (laughs) talk with this guy. Maybe Uh, he can give me some pointers. He's so hard on himself. He says, I did many things on that date that I shouldn't have, but hope you guys find it at least funny. Aww. Aww. It's so funny. It is so funny. funny. And I don't think he made that many mistakes. I think he made really good choices she yeah, told you yeah. she wanted to stop you were like all right we're gonna stop right she moves. said she didn't want it to be a, a one-time thing and you were like cool we're it's cool. gonna be so, so we're gonna we're gonna stop right yeah i think you did all the right things in this story i yeah. love this guy yeah, yeah. agreed thank have you, you for writing have in. you met my friend christina yeah, yeah. british have you british. met my friend christina <laughs> uk edition yeah exactly <laughs> amazing we use british english for that one exactly <laughs> the queen's english that's right uh. All right, so uh, mine is from the podcast Why I'm Single, which is funny because this is the second time they've come up. And um, she says, OMG, roommates. (laughs) I was 14 when I met this guy. He looked like Kurt Cobain. It was the 90s. That'll fucking get you. I don't even care if it's the 90s. If you're 14 and a guy looks like Kurt Cobain, you're like, I'm done. Yes, yeah. He was 16. I was like, meow. She gives the cat emoji with like the heart eyes. (laughs) Fast forward. Relatable. (laughs) Fast forward life moves. I left the state. I'm now back in my hometown. So 10 years later, all grown up, I meet this guy in a bar. We reminisce. He's adorable in his 20s too. My roommate is leaving me. She's moving on and I need to split my $750 rent. Um, she goes, OMG, I'd kill for that kind of mortgage now. Oh, Girl, oh my God. Yes. Same. Oh, my God. Same. I can't even imagine having a seven and 50. Dude, if I had like, that I rent, splitting. I would be ballin. If yeah. you were splitting it, so if you I were paying like, it, what, like 325 oh, a month? My oh, my God. God. I would be literally <laughs> swimming in. I'd be like fucking DuckTales, Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Like swimming in coins. Scrooge McDuck. (laughs) That's amazing. Anyway, he needs a place to live. Perfect, right? I'll spare all the chaotic details. Maybe rose-colored glasses because 
uh, caused me to overlook obvious red flags. I started noticing that the spoon, my spoons were missing. The ones I did find. <laughs> no. The ones I did find were bent. No. Weird. Maybe he's a spoon bender. Oh my God. <laughs> I like it that this guy is so cute. His, his blue eyes are so deep that you're like, I don't know. Maybe he's just really aggressive when he eats cereal. I'm like, no. <laughs> he just, he just likes bending spoons. No, oh, ma'am. She's like, it's That's a thing, a deal. right? It's a thing, right? Yeah. He just uses all your spoons to like <laughs> scoop out ice cream. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Man. One night, I'm sitting on the basement steps. He's below in the chair, and I see it. An orange cap. It's a hypodermic needle. He's not diabetic. My young crush turned roommate is a huge heroin addict, oh, and it was a no. nightmare. He had so, a lot to, to in common with the... The actual Kurt. Yeah. Oh, Sadly. Yeah. Oh, I don't like Sorry. That. It's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. So he owed me about $3,000 <gasps> when I finally called his parents and was like, get him out of my house. I, I've ran into him here and there. He always has stories about someone close to him has just died. Oh, I don't let him. Oh, I don't let on where I live. I grew up, made a life for myself and can reflect on that. Everything I accomplished might have b- happened with a couple of wrong decisions. Aww. Oh, poor it's guy. so true. It I, I, I can relate to that. Poor so everyone in this story. Yeah. Like- she said, um, you can share the, sh- uh, share the story if you want to. And she's Amy D from, again, uh, Why I'm Single. Um, she says, we love you all and quite often end up mentioning your podcast on our podcast Yay! when we were referencing something hilarious or relatable. Oh, well, thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. That's so heartbreaking. It it's is. like that that moment where you're – and she was so young, too. Like, that's, yeah. like, real. That's yeah. And it's, it's hard to have your first real crush like that. Like, yeah. destroyed yeah you know because it does yeah because that stuff lingers like that person like you create an entire false narrative about Mm -hmm. that who that person is in your brain because you're 14 and like you know you're in the middle of your sexual awakening and this guy is going to live on in your brain and then to have that kind of like harsh reality check that like it's not who you thought it was yeah Yeah. it sucks it's a fucking bummer of a story but Dude, the fucking bent spoons all over the house. Like, I, I, she's just like, I literally I know. was like, a spoon bent <laughs> He's just really aggro with his spoons. He's oh. a magician. <laughs> Is that worse, though? Is that worse? A magician? That a magician? What if he was a spoons player? <laughs> <laughs> like, she comes home, it's like, <laughs> spoon man. <laughs> You're like, crush oh, I just ruined. got that song. <laughs> Okay, well, my story, it's been a while since I've shared a personal one. I mm. am so I'm ready. ready. I'm, a, I'm it perched. It is, is a personal one. It is a shame receipt a little bit. And um, ooh, I'm ready. I'm ready for you guys to call me out. Okay. Is this a drink during red flags? <laughs> uh, this one happened um, a while ago. I know I've talked to you guys about a dog almost throwing up on me. Sure, oh, sure. This is another level, though. Oh, so, no. no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm nervous. So I matched with a guy on an app. And we're talking back and forth all day through the app. And he's super fucking witty. 
really funny. Love that. He like the way that he asked for my number, he's like, Hey, let me get your number so I can text you like a normal stranger. You know, it was just like oh, really cute. like, like it. it's cute. I like it, too. it was like a little cocky, but not like in a bad way. Kind of right. cheeky. Cheeky. Like yeah, exactly. And so we were able to go back and forth texting all day, talking about music, sharing music and all kinds of stuff. And it comes up. I had missed, I guess, on the app that he had kids. He has two kids, Got a it. six-year-old and a four-year-old. Oh. Um, so like Those kids. ages. Babies. And those ages, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah That's like, yeah. I have kids. It's not like I have a 13-year-old and a 15-year-old when you can be like, no, those are adults. They're in like a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is like, this is my life for the next, you know, 15 years. So yeah. I'm like, hmm. Not a deal breaker, but I'm, I've never really like dated people with kids. I don't, um, I don't know if it's for me. You know sure. what I mean? To like, but you already, already come. But this it's far. also, but you know, like I'm like I haven't even met this guy yet. It's too soon to like Start tell. So those, just, yeah, yeah, might exactly. as well so go I'm get like, coffee or whatever and exactly. see. So he is flying back from New York when we were talking. So he was able to text so frequently because he was just sitting in an airplane. He didn't have anything else to do. So he's like, I get back from New York City tonight. Like, let's hang Let's hang out. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. He's like, um, I live in Playa del Rey. Oof. So I'm like, well, I'm not God, coming until strike later. Strike like, Because really, like, after eight, it's like a 25-minute drive from yeah. West Hollywood. It's not far. Before eight, it's two and a half hours. Yeah, yep. no, you know? no, no. It's like forever. No. So I was like, okay, that's fine. He can be like an after eight friend, you know? <laughs> and he's like, okay, so here's where you can judge. He's like, well, you can come to my place and we'll sit by the pool. And I'm thinking, this motherfucker, because I Googled him. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker is, le- he is like, done things in capital letters. Like, okay. I'm like, so this motherfucker has a place in Playa del Rey with a pool? I'm like, I'm kind of okay. curious. Yeah. I want to check it out. So I'm not judging that. I'm not. Okay. I'm yeah, like, I think I'm just a stranger. I'm, I'm like, mm, I almost screenshotted here's, it and texted it to you guys and be like, if I get out. murdered, I, I do think you should have done that. That's, okay. That's <laughs> yeah. exactly where I'm going. Always fucking do that. Yeah. That's, I think you should do that. Don't ever fucking go to somebody's place. Right. First date and not fucking a say, this is who I'm with. This is where I'll be. Right. Cause I'm, I'm not having that. I'm actually a little yeah, I'm a little right. spicy. L- right now. Listen, yeah. if yeah. they, You're if like, they fucking, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble with mom. I see. This is the reason why I didn't yeah. tell this story because I'm like, mom, I'm this gonna get in trouble with mom. If you they get us on Dateline, we want to be able to be like, <laughs> I know, I that w- it would have been a killer Dateline because story too. This Dateline story would be like she would never go to somebody's house without telling no, us. No, ab- absolutely. And then yeah. we yeah. look did. like the idiots, and we look like the we look like the dumb people who don't know our friend. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. I promise. I promise. Yeah. I will from now on. <laughs> I promise. Actually, that I'll never do this again. Okay. Yeah. So, Texas, we, we won't judge you. We yeah. just want to know where you are. Yeah. Of course, we'll never judge you. So, I get there. He has wine ready. He's cute. He's tall. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though, and I'll bleep out this name. You know who he looked like? Mannerisms and everything. It freaked me out because he didn't look like this in the photos. He looked like. Whoa. No. Yeah, that's immediate. Like, whoop. but like, but like an in shape taller. Yeah, but it's still like he had enough of his mannerisms that to I was like, like it's kind of don't like that. Kind yeah. of, kind of a little bit of a like blast from the past where I was like, oh, 
this is weird. So I kept having to shake that off, but it's still like a good time that that and not his fault. That text back and forth like really translated to real life. And we're having a good time sitting, drinking wine. His place is pretty nice. There's like some like kid stuff and stuff around, but it's it's nice. It's yeah. a nice place. Well, and there should be because honestly, if he It'd be had, weird if he did a, it. Yeah, if he yeah. had a six year old and a four year old and there wasn't yeah. kid stuff around, I'd be like, Are you a sociopath? Like, why do you have any kids? Also, do you not ever get to see them? Yeah, do you not, are you not? I don't, yeah. So we're sitting and talking and he's got his hands on my leg and it's starting to get like a little bit like flirty and serious. And then I hear a pitter patter of little feet. The kids oh, are home. No, no. And a child is about as far away from me as you are Two to feet. me. Two feet. And projectile no. vomits everywhere. Oh my god! Like oh. a literal gallon oh. of vomit. Oh, exorcist oh. style, just fucking. Yes. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> my I, god! I would have puked right after it. Did I'd he? Like, did he not tell you that they were home? That's he told me they were home, but that they were asleep. Like, I didn't know, like, chill. I was like, I, I don't know. Here's the thing. I also didn't want to tell this story to come off as shaming. Like, I don't know what it's like to date with kids. I don't know what the rules uh, I mean, are. hard. I'm sure it's absolutely very difficult. But yeah. Lassie, you want to lay down on I, this? So, okay. Of course, I'm going to lay down on this because I was a single mom for a very long time. Yeah. You, lay down what the rules, the what rules, rules are. The rules for this are, you, A, I would never, ever, 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 and maybe this is a guy versus girl thing, but I would never, ever, ever invite a first date over to my house whether with my son your was children there or not sleeping i thought the same thing i'm like he doesn't you know wait, you you wait either. for your weekend mm-hmm. off you wait for you know or nanny is there there or whatever mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in you know what i mean like you never cross that path i would That's never weird right like why not get a babysitter and yeah. invite you out See, somewhere yeah, else i because I, he doesn't know you either like yeah, you could weird. be like, like a psycho and right. his kids are in the house like I, I would and never do that. he knows where you live now. Or she know, he knows, she you knows know where, where he lives now. He yeah. lives yeah. now. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, yeah I yeah. never, I wouldn't. That's weird to me. Yeah, that's that's a big, big, big red flag no-no for me. Yeah. But, so. But again, I think it maybe, it, maybe it's a mom versus dad thing. Maybe yeah. it's a guy. I think because women are immediately hesitant about like having a guy yes. a, at their house, even if they don't have children, let alone right. if you have children. Right. Having a strange let man us, in your let house. Let us know if... Like, yeah, yeah guys I and girls, know. write in and let us know what your rules are. If you're a single parent, let yeah. us know if that seems odd to you or Even if, if it's you're something not a single you would parent, do. Just as a parent, like, what is your thoughts on bringing some, yeah. a stranger into your home? Yeah, because, like, dating, dating with kids, I'm like, I don't have a lot of ex- experience. Like I said, I miss the fact that he had kids. I may not have matched with him just because I, yeah. I just know m- my own you know things with with it and i'm like mm, i don't know but uh but i'm just yeah, picturing just, in my head though just like because i know you i'm just oh, picturing literally. your face just being like <laughs> the fuck did you do did you just like leave with vomit on you like well, no he didn't, vomit not, on you, he right? didn't vomit on me oh. again it's like the dog situation it was in very close proximity because <gasps> literally it's like a Keegan, it's like if I projectile, projectile vomit right now, maybe a little bit, but like not much, but like mouth agape watching like this tiny little six year old. Also, and I have to say, not to like judge a six year old, (laughs) Jesus, but maybe don't. (laughs) Let's skip that. No, no, but like I'm just saying, like I don't 
know that I've ever like I would have gone I, I don't think I ever like threw up just mouth agape not trying to like well, <laughs> yeah, stop if you're the really vomit. sick if you're really sick here's the other thing Christina doesn't know the difference between the age six and four so this could have been the four-year-old oh that's uh, true yeah so this could I don't have been know the which four-year-old one. and I don't know which honestly one. when kids don't think <laughs> to go to the bathroom to vomit they think to come to parent to vomit I my that mom my mom drilled into me to go to the bathroom to vomit and I, then go get her like that's yeah. what I did that's what I would do and then she would go and but put a bucket by But in the middle of the my... night, you wake up scared. You think you're sick. You want parents. If you don't know you're going to throw up, right. then yeah. yeah. Like, if you I, don't yeah. know you're going to throw yeah. up. Maybe, like, yeah, maybe you didn't know. I felt fucking terrible. Like, literally. Like, I'm like, <laughs> have fun cleaning this up. I have to go right now. <laughs> Putting my shoes on. <laughs> it's been a night. Oh, my God. It was yeah. great until it wasn't. It, and, yeah. um, and deuces. It's so, been real. It's so been how'd real. you handle that? Like, I mean, text. Did you? What happened after? He was mortified. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Mortified. Yeah. Um, so bad I felt timing. really bad. Yeah. Yeah. He has to know. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think he also got swept away in like the texting and the back sure. and forth and was just like, I got to shoot my shot. I, I got to. So he might have like. Jump the gun. Jump the gun a sure. little bit and just been like, I just, I really want to meet this. So I felt, I felt bad for him. And like, you know, obviously like the date was over at that point. Oh, it yeah. wasn't just like, wait until I clean this up and then, you know, then we can. Then we'll bang. No, no, he is sick. As, he's I mean, like, as, so that's I where mean, his priority should have been. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Like, and I think that kind of hits the nail on the head. And I think that's the reason why I don't match with people with kids is because I know myself, I am a little bit of a narcissist. I want all the attention sure, and I don't want to have to share. So I shouldn't, you know, his, his priorities were definitely in the right place and that he's like, yeah, went with his kid. And so I'm just like, he will find somebody who wants to be involved in all of that. Yes. But definitely watching a six year old projectile vomit was like, that's, that's a, a boner. No for me. That's a boner killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. It's, a, it's gonna that's be a no, a no for me. I like how funny you are, but uh, not that much. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah, like maybe if it was a sixteen-year-old, but right. not a six-year-old. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. big, big difference. Wow. Well, you know what? I'm ex- I'm excited for the return of Christina stories. I'm yeah, really happy about too. that. I, I know our listeners are too. Sad. I'm. I mean, yes. I'm sorry for you. Yeah. Uh, happy for me. Yeah, well, you know, who's to say? I don't know. You guys, you guys know that I might be dating somebody right now, but I actually don't really know if I am or not. But hope to get some resolution on that yeah. soon. Yeah, there's so, a, there's a few red flags on that play. Yeah, there's quite a few. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. And, and yeah, I, who knows if I'm even playing? You know, so yeah. we'll see. Anyways, wow. yeah, I want to get I want to get more single parent stories because yes, please, yeah, and I'm yeah. sorry if we come across as judgmental. No, uh, the only one here who's so been hard a, to a parent date. is Cassie. So it's, it's so like, hard to date. I can't even imagine no, yeah. doing it with children. I as think well. about that too because I think you know, like I look at you know ending up with Chris, and I'm like brave for somebody to step into a relationship like that. That's right. You know what I mean? Like if personally, I wouldn't have because. I don't like kids. So <laughs> yeah, no, you know I, mean, what I mean, like I'm the same way though. Like for me, it's, it's a bold move for somebody to be like, you know what? It's willing. I'm willing to put in the work because I 
want to be involved with you. Yeah. So it's it's worth it to me to be involved with all of you. Yeah. I think about I that know. a lot because my mom and my stepdad met when my mom was 26 and my stepdad was 21 or 22. Mm-hmm. And I was three and my brother was four. Ooh. And they've been together since then. Wow, a twenty-one-year-old wow. man. So he stepped in as dad, and like we had a really like he's not one to like talk a lot, and like we had a really like open conversation when I went home this last time, and he's like, when we moved from New Mexico to Las Vegas as a family, he was twenty-two, and wow. he was like, he was like, I know that now you can realize how young twenty-two was. Wow, and I was just like, yeah, twenty-two was. A baby, a baby, and you were you decided to to be a dad to like step into your life, yeah, to in a real way to these like and that's tiny children almost like more. I mean, my dad was thirty when he met my mom, Mm -hmm. who's twenty. I was I was one. I was a baby. Mm. Yeah, and he's he's he gave me his last name. He is my dad. He's never like made that a thing i think that's incredible you if know you and can i'm do so it, I grateful think it's amazing i think it's incredibly hard yeah it's yeah. super yeah. hard and so like if you can do that like props to you same as if you can be a single mom like that's something or a single parent like that's yeah. something that i see a lot too like this woman i worked with you know her wife just had a kid and she came back from child bonding leave and she was like the one thing she kept saying over and over is like I don't know how people do this by themselves because like, she's like, I've got me and my wife and we're both tapped out on exhaustion being available all the time. I don't know how people do it alone. So, you know, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, there you go. So yeah. Ready for your crazy in love. Okay. So this is kind of something that people have asked us to talk about a few times. I've gotten a few messages from people who were like, you should talk about this. And it was something that's been on my radar for a while, but I hadn't wanted to talk about it because the podcast on it is so comprehensive Uh and huge that I was just like, there's no reason for us to touch it. But here we are. But here we are. Yeah. I mean, and and that's the thing. It's like, we're not going to go like deep dive, you know, for, for most of it, it's, it's more like our, our thoughts on the subject And so, yeah. So, So, um, this came up for me. I hadn't even heard about the podcast. You know, my YouTube channel suggestions are three things. It's, (laughs) it's beauty tutorials. Yep. Um, karaoke mm-hmm. songs, uh, yeah, 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 and true crime. That's like that's typically phenomenal. what it is. The occasional right. cat video will pop up. But yeah, I get most of that through groups on Facebook. <laughs> so, right. um, on YouTube, I just like turned it on and I let the first kind of thing play, and it was an Australian story. Um, and it was about the teacher's pet, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't know the story. Let's do this. And I watched that. So I watched that before I even knew it was a podcast. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting suggestions from people in my personal Facebook who listen to the podcast, um, listen to our podcast, and were like, you should do this story for yeah. your crazy in love. And I was like, yeah, okay. And so after I finished Root of Evil, I was looking for something else, kind of investi- investigative, investigative, journalist-like, <laughs> and um, was like, okay, I'm going to start listening to Teacher's Pet. Because the story, when I had watched the YouTube story, was bananas. 
Um, and so I started listening to this podcast and I will say, I know we just touched on it. Go listen to it. If you hear this story and you're like, that seems interesting. I kind of want to know the details. Yeah. This is like, I mean, it is, I don't know, like a 14 episode podcast. So there's a lot of details that you can get from listening to that podcast. And so I highly suggest that you go and do that. We're not going to cover all that stuff. Well, it's like when I I did the disappearance of Susan Powell, it's like it's the same thing. And they had cold. And it's like, go get all the details because I did not even deep I'm going to scratch like, the surface on the whew. basics of this case. Well, the good thing is, is I really don't know the story. So this now is going to make it. This first thing I'm going to do is probably fucking download <laughs> Teacher's Yeah, you should. I know. You I, haven't, should. I haven't listened to that podcast yet, too. But it's, And they're all Australian. And so you're like, oh, well, you just get to listen it. to Australian people talk for like <laughs> 14 episodes. Um, okay. So this is the disappearance of Lynn Dawson. Got it. So Lynette... And Chris Dawson met in high school. They were both, if you were to Google like perfect Australian couple, mm-hmm. like this is what you're going to find. They're like both blonde and tan and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they met in high school and they were both like prefix in high school, very popular. Um, and they got together right away. They stayed together. Now, Chris is a twin. He has a twin brother named Paul, identical twins. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to shade shade twins because I know a lot of, of great twins. But Why wouldn't how would we shade twins? That's weird. No, because people are like they're creepy. <laughs> um so I know a lot of amazing identical twins who have their own personalities and are very like different. Chris and Paul. Not those people. Not those oh, no. people. Oh. It is fucking creepy like you can go back and watch videos of them they were in this like uh because they were very good looking and they became professional rugby players uh-huh. and on the same team and they were on the same team because paul was the better rugby player but um they wouldn't join teams apart from each other they had to join a team together so they joined a team that took them both Okay. So they were part of like the Newtown Jets. Did they have their own like language? And they shit did. Like that? <gasps> Growing up, they had their own language. They had to go to speech therapy as children oh because they talked to each my other in their and own language. My sister are twins, and my dad said like when they were little, they definitely had their mm-hmm. own language. Nobody could understand them at it's, each other. Oh my! It's God. weird. It's weird. I love, I love that. that. And you can find um, old videos like in the 1970s. <gasps> they were featured on because they were models as well, mm-hmm. uh, and they were these rugby players because they were so good looking. And you can watch this old, it's called Checkerboard. And I guess it's like a Australian like daytime like show where they spotlight people. And they did a show on twins. And so you can see Lynette talking and Paul's wife, Marilyn, talking. And they cover them as being like, and so they got a lot of video of them like doing the same things at the same time, wearing the same outfits. They got married around the same time. Wait, so they're full grown adults still wearing the same outfits? Yes, yes. And Mm. and, like they- I don't like that. Paul and Marilyn built their house just up the street from Chris and Lynn. They live next to each other. And then um, they both went on, Paul and Chris went on to both be PE teachers at the same school. Yikes. So they you did. They wife swapped everything, and that question was brought up in oh, this checkerboard program. And they were like, "No, we never did that." Bullshit. And <laughs> I kind of believe that they never wife swapped, but. We're going to get into some shit here. I feel oh. like it reminds me of that movie, spoiler alert, um, the one, the illusionist one, where they 
He's oh, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. The magic one. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Um, okay, so they, they both go on to be teachers at this high school called mm-hmm. Cromer High mm-hmm. in Australia on like Sydney's like northern beaches there in Australia. So um, Chris and Lynn struggled to get pregnant for a long time. Meanwhile, Paul and his wife had two daughters. And uh, after a while, they were able to get pregnant. And then Chris and Lynn also had two daughters who they adored. So um, while Chris was teaching at Cromer High School, he takes on, how am I going to phrase this? (laughs) He begins a really inappropriate pursuit of a 16-year-old girl mm. named Joanne Curtis. I nope. don't like that. Nope. So he is in his mid-30s at this time. He starts writing her notes. Nope. He leaves notes in her backpack in her locker. Mm-mm. He um, switches classes that he's teaching so that he can be her teacher, Mm-mm. so that he can kind of like get her on her own. Now, this is a thing that... Through the teacher's pet, you'll find out was extremely common. Like, uh, it was kind of out in the open. Everyone kind of knew that this was just something that teachers did with <gasps> students. What? Yes, at these. When schools. does this happen again? In the early eighties, so the or the late seventies, early eighties. Oh my god! So oh, that's weird. And it was like three schools in this area to the point now where they like students from these schools have gotten together because of this podcast and like exchanged <gasps> names wow. of like teachers who have done things, including Paul Dawson, the other twin. Wow. So this was something that was kind of commonplace. So people knew Joanne and Chris had kind of started a quote unquote relationship. I don't know. So that this was making very... me think of the Matthew McConaughey's character in Dazed and Confused. Gross. Totally. Yes, exactly. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Yes. They stay the same age. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so he starts this relationship with her. Meanwhile, Joanne has a really shitty home life. So she's 16. Um, Her parents are divorced. She lives with her mom and her mom's husband. And her mom's husband is shitty to her, like is violent towards her and violent towards her mother. And her mother takes her husband's side in Uh, their disagreement. So it's so funny that we talked about like our own stepdads who Mm -hmm. I would say none of us. Yeah. Yeah. We call him dad, you know, and just like it's, it's stark contrast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she's close with her father, but her father lives in a place like lives outside of she'd have to switch schools mm. if she wanted to live with her dad and like all of this stuff. So Chris starts taking Joanne on these driving lessons. He starts leaving his classes alone so that him and Joanne can have alone time in his Ooh, office. No. Um, and it's kind of like a rumor that goes around school that teachers know about it with the principal gets interviewed for a teacher's pet. And he's like, well, I, I tried to put a stop to it. And Chris was like, you just have a dirty mind. I'm just trying to help her out. And I couldn't do anything because I didn't physically see anything happening. So I just one if she's not complaining, she's not complaining. And legally in Australia at this time, I don't know if it's still the case. 16 was the age of consent. So while it was massively inappropriate because he was her teacher and he should have been fired and fucking married. Hi. And and married Mm -hmm. with two kids, with two kids, two girls. So he 
brings Joanne into their home as the babysitter of his children. And Lynn has no idea. She trusts her husband implicitly. Like everybody who's interviewed is like, she trusted Chris completely. And everyone's like, you know, this seems odd. She would come home to things like Joanne swimming naked in their pool and things like that. No, no. And then, Mm-mm. so she she goes to a friend after they had just had an argument, Lynn and Chris, and the argument was over whether or not to allow Joanne to move into the house because things at home had gotten so bad for her. And Lynn didn't want to let that happen, but yeah. weird. clearly... Weird. Her alarms are going off. That's weird. Her alarms are going off, but she... Chris pushed the issue and said, no, like we have to let him in. So she defended Chris by being like, he's just trying to be protective of her. Um, She has a really bad home life. Mm. And so he's just being a good person by like letting her live with us. So, uh, yeah. And that's all her friends were like, this is suspicious. This is fucking weird. Like you shouldn't allow this to happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she was like, well, I don't really see that there's anything that I can do. Um, um, around your own home, you have nothing <laughs> around this time too. Uh, so there wasn't a lot of there weren't a lot of people who were able to say that they saw anything mm-hmm. physical, but there were um, there was a dressmaker and some people at the she was a part time nurse mm-hmm. uh, at a daycare center or something like that who noticed bruises on her <gasps> and on she Lynn? on Lynn. And Lynn did say that it was a result of him being rough with her, but she kind of always shrugged it off as like, um, I did something to upset him or like piss him off. Uh, And, you know, he just grabbed me or whatever. And so she would have bruises on her arms or like on her legs. So one day Lynn comes home and finds Joanne in her bed with Chris. Still, she doesn't kick her out. Still doesn't kick her out. Oh. In the meantime, at in the evenings, Joanne later went on to say that whenever he wanted to be with her at night, Lynn was not a drinker, but Chris would make her a drink. And after she had a drink, she would knock out and and Chris and Joanne would go be together for the evening. Oh. Ugh. So then Dude, I let me tell you, like I've I've had that that moment of realization like you don't want to believe it there's red flags like going off in your head like this is unusual not right this seems not right and then that wave of realization when it finally hits you that you you were right and something Mm. is right and it's visceral it's like i feel it my stomach physical thinking about it feeling and it's the literal worst mm-hmm. feeling it's the literal worst and i think her level of denial must have been really intense because even yeah. after that happened she still allowed her to be in her house until and like i think it's interesting to see where everyone's breaking points are because yeah. chris had to undergo some kind of surgery on like his nose and he told lynn not to come to the hospital he was like i don't want you to come to the hospital you know, like we've been having problems. I don't want you there. And so she didn't go. But Lynn's mother, Helena, went to the hospital to see Chris and walks into the room. And Joanne is on the bed with Chris, like tending to his like, like 
patting his nose with a washcloth and just like something that was like a really intimate, intimate yeah. thing. And so Helena, Lynn's mom, calls Lynn and tells her that. And it's that night that Lynn goes to Joanne and says, you've been taking liberties with my husband mm. and like you need to get out of my house. Yep. So Paul and Marilyn, Chris's twin mm-hmm. and his wife, take Joanne in. And they let Joanne live with them. What in the f- mm-hmm. are you fucking up the street? Kidding? They just like let wow. him like let her live with them. And wow, yeah, wow, and what a betrayal! It truly, I mean, it truly is. On but like these levels. two twins are so fucking close. It's like so weird. Yeah, but Marilyn's not, and Should like be. fucking. Mm-mm. Oh no, mm-hmm. that's that is a Thanksgiving dinner. I don't want to be at. Nope. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, and so. Some time goes on, and around Christmas, two days before Christmas, Lynn, she does not drive. She does not have a license. She can't get around on her own. So she's waiting to be picked up from work by Chris, and he doesn't show up. And so she is, like, kind of concerned about that, tries calling. He is not picking up, so she finally takes the bus home, gets home, and finds a letter from Chris saying that he's left to, like, start a new life. And not to paint too bad a picture of him with his girls. And so this is two days before Christmas. So oh, she's like, my fuck. God. God. Meanwhile, Chris has taken Joanne. They are going to go start a new life, like up the Gold Coast in Australia. They're gone for like 24 hours before Joanne starts feeling like sick about it. She's like, I don't like this. Keep in mind, this is like a 16 or 17 year old at this point. Yeah. She's yeah. a child. Yeah. Wow. And so she's like, I want to go home. Yeah. So 24 hours later, they had all these plans, like start a new life. 24 hours later, they go back and they stay with Paul and Marilyn. So Christmas Day, Chris is up the street from his wife and daughters and oh they don't know that he's God. back. Like they're, wow. they just, Paul and Marilyn just keep that secret. So then Joanne's like, I want to go home. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, this is too much. Like, she starts to feel like bad, I think. She's and like, so I'm 16. Yeah. And I don't so want to be your fucking child she's bride. Like, I want to go back to my mom's house. And so my he, dad issues are not that bad. He, he gets angry and like kicks, like, basically, like, she's like, he kicked my things out of the, she, he took me to my mom's house, kicked my things out of the car, and then just like left me on the side of the road. And he went home. And so Lynn is like, I want to try couples counseling. And he's like, okay. Wow. She mm-hmm. is forgiving, more forgiving than I would be. Right. I mean, and this is also after, sorry, I missed something here. Like New Year's Day, he he spends New Year's with Joanne. And she's like, Lynn is like, we've had such a bad Christmas. Can I just, he, he tells her that he's going to go up somewhere for new year's and lynn is like the girls and i've had such a bad christmas without you here can we go with you like where you're going and he was like no and told her that he was going by himself oh my god um and met up with joanne god Mm -hmm. wow Mm -hmm. so they go to couples counseling and it's said that when they were at counseling or right before they were getting ready to go he grabbed her really roughly and says if this doesn't work, I'm getting rid of you. So they have counseling. Wow. Why did he even go? It's so weird to me that he even agreed to go well, to couples counseling because his personality doesn't seem no. I think I know why. In the least. I think yeah. I know why because after counseling, they're seen together. They kind of 
almost make a show of walking around together holding hands, which is something they did not oh, do. Covering and, covering his and ass and alibi. seeming really happy. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells people that they're gonna make another go of it. Counseling went really well. She does the same thing. That night, Helena, Lynn's mom, calls the house and is like, Hey, can I can I talk to Lynn? And Chris is being really evasive. He's like Couple, uh, couples counseling went really well. I think we're doing really better. Like we're gonna like try and make this work. And she's like, "Can I talk to my daughter?" And he she's doesn't like, want to put her. Great, great. Can you put her on the phone? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fa- fantastic. Can you just um? And it's <laughs> not what I called for. Not what I called for. And so he is really hesitant, but he puts Lynn on the phone. And Lynn sounds really groggy, and she's like, "I were things are good now. I think everything's gonna be okay." And he, it's in Helena's diary that when she talked to Lynn, she told Lynn that she sounded half sozzled, which is like such an Australian thing to yeah. say. <laughs> but it. like it was just like, you're not a drinker and you sound drunk. Mm. And so she tells her mom that Chris has made me a lovely drink. And that's the last time she talks to her daughter. Aww. And after that. It's really like hurting my heart. Oh, it's, it's bad because like after that, she's gone. Like, she is gone. Like, none of her things are gone. She is gone. Chris is telling everybody that just like he did around Christmas, because he told everyone that at Christmas, whenever he went off with Joanne, that he was by himself sorting himself out. And so he tells everyone that that um, Lynn is doing the same thing. And she's just sorting herself out because they've been having problems and that she's going to come back. And he's she's been calling him. Um, but uh. no contact with anybody else. Mm. And so eventually she, he goes to the police and it's just like my wife ran off, um, left me and my daughters. But two days after Lynn's disappearance, Joanne had been up with friends somewhere like camping and mm. had like demanded like Chris had demanded that she call him like constantly. And so he uh, talks to her like two days after Lynn disappears and tells Joanne Lynn's gone. She's not coming back and moves her into the house. Oh, like two days later, God. she starts sleeping in the bed right away. She starts, oh. she starts wearing Lynn's clothes right <gasps> away. Oh no. Um, he starts asking that the girls call her mom oh, no. right away. Mm-hmm. And the cops, the cops are people who knew him from his like rugby days. He was kind of a celebrity mm. where they oh. lived. And so they just believed him that like, she went away. I get it. It's the 80s, but mm-hmm. come on. Yeah, they wow. just they just believed him. Like all of these things he doesn't mention in his statement. He doesn't mention Joanna all. He blames her disappearance on the fact that she had spending problems. And that's what the problem in their marriage was, that she overspent on credit cards. Not oh. not. That oh, I've been fucking the babysitter. A sixteen-year-old in our house. Ugh, yeah, chills. it doesn't mention any of it. Um, in the meantime, I'm yeah, it's awful. It's awful. In the meantime, he repaves their um, their pool. Interesting, and it becomes kind of like a running joke at the high school that like Lynn's under the, the <gasps> swimming pool. That's not a joke. Yeah, yeah. That, mm-hmm. that it's, that's joke. for real. Like, so everybody knows. I mean, like this girl was in high school with all these people who are just like, oh yeah, now she lives at home with Chris Dawson. He proposes to Joanne and gives Joanne Lynn's <gasps> rings, her wedding rings. Nope. Don't like mm-hmm. that. Don't like that. Uh, don't like that. Wow. So then, I am shocked. 
Mm-hmm. Hook. Joe, and nothing happens. Don't want, don't want the hand-me-down murder ring. That's yeah, no thank no, you. There's thank bad you. juju attached to that. There's fucking bad ring. juju attached to everything in this story. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. awful. It's awful. There's like so much circumstantial evidence, and nothing fucking happened. Nothing happened. Like they went. So Joanne and Chris move away. They saw that. Like first of all, it's not long after Joanne or after Lynn is gone that Chris like puts in a bid to basically be like, how long does she need to be gone before um, I can sell this house? Because she's it's her assets. Like how I she's like, she's not coming back. I don't know where she is. So like how long before I can like get her, I can sell the house and like get her assets. Wow. And so he does. He sells the house. Him and Joanne move. They get married. They have another daughter. Poor Joanne is like, she's like, how does she know? That's, that's what I want to talk about. It's like, okay. So I always wonder like how do the psychopaths like sleep at night and it's like they sleep just fucking fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Joanne like, yeah. is not a fucking psychopath. She's got to be some sort of like right. victim because she, she's 16 she is. and she's taking is, but still red flags. Up, but still red flags. Mm-hmm. And it's like she fucking knows. She knows. She yeah. knows. Gotta know. And she, she, well, okay, it's going to come out later. This story has so many like t- twists and turns, but like. I think she did know, but I think she felt so like you can hear her because later on she she goes to the police like once she leaves Chris. Oh, good. She goes to the police. But I think it's so clear that like she thought she was unwanted and that she had Mm. nowhere to go. Right. And there's this man who's like so much older than you showing you all this attention, giving you somewhere to be. Because Mm -hmm. even whenever she got kicked out of their house, she didn't go back to her parents. Right. She went to Paul and Marilyn's like so she obviously felt like she wasn't protected anywhere and like nobody wanted her. And there's a lot that I'm like, even at 16 or 17 or 18, you should have things should have rang for you but I think that there's a willful ignorance that happens when you feel like you're being protected yeah Mm. and so um, things got bad like okay so they move away so does Paul and Marilyn they move they build houses somewhere else together and so so Joanne calls it the compound because it's like all of them together and she's like I couldn't get away wow Chris became really possessive. Like he never wanted her to wear makeup. He never wanted her to dress like an adult. Like she bought a G string and he was like upset about it. (gasps) He didn't want her to, he wanted her to be like a kid. Like, you know, Oh God. And so she, she runs away in like 1990 to a women's shelter. She comes back to like where they were and she starts telling everybody (gasps) like, I think that he did something to Lynn. I ran away because he started treating me the way that he treated Lynn at the end. So like at the Mm. end with Lynn, he would sing songs to Lynn that were like taunting songs that were like, I don't love you. Like nursery rhymes, but he would change the words. (gasps) Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And he started doing that to Joanne. And so Joanne was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. How creepy is that thought? Mm -hmm. Someone singing nursery songs to you like, where they about how much they worth you yes <laughs> <laughs> and he's a twin <laughs> mm-hmm. horrifying really scary so he, she goes like to that. the she goes to the cops and she's like i think he did some, well she first like starts talking to uh, lynn's family members and they don't want to talk to her but she talks to the brother and, uh, and sister-in-law and is like here's the reasons why i think he did something to her so they go back to the old house which chris did 
every time they went back to that area, Chris would go to the new owners and talk to them about like, oh, what changes are you making to the house? Have you uh, been like, see? where are you digging? Like, what are you doing around the house? Oh, my God. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh. <laughs> So they go back up there because the the land around the house was really tough, but there was one spot that had like a lot of water runoff that was soft. And so they go back to like, look at that spot. The new owners, because of the water runoff, they didn't want water damage to their house. They mm-hmm. covered that entire area with concrete. Mm-hmm. So uh, that whole area is she's like, I think she's buried there. Like, I think that he buried Lynn in the soil yeah, yeah. outside of the windows. Um, and so she goes to the cops and they reopen this entire like inquest and look into it. Uh, of course, like, so they open what's called like a coronial inquest, which I had not known. I don't know that they do this in the United States because they ruled the coroner ruled twice that the manner of death was homicide and that she was killed by a known person, most likely her husband, Chris Dawson. Twice. Whoa. The coroner was like, I'm yeah, looking hi. at this, and he motherfucking did it. Right, and they yeah. had like, a, they. I mean, it was like a trial. It was kind of like a trial, because she testified, um, Paul's Paul and Chris's brother, Peter, is a attorney, and he was allowed to like be their attorney. Like, he cross-examined Joanne on the witness stand, and stuff mm. like that, which seems like a conflict of interest to me. Right. But maybe it doesn't matter because it's not a real trial. I guess not. But so two coronial inquests that look into this say she was murdered by a known person. That person is Chris Dawson. But the Department of Prosecutions wouldn't press charges. Right, because they don't like, have enough evidence. They did. They wouldn't. They said they didn't have enough evidence, but I'm just like... Well, they don't. They don't have a body. They, they don't have, have a body. They don't even know if this person's dead based off of what he's saying. She's based gone. on what he's saying, but but... So uh, being sneaky and suspicious is not enough to rule. Okay. Yeah, or take somebody and, to work. But also the people, 80s, people so don't people could disappear, still though. disappear though. But they don't because it's just like, how, how are you going to disappear? You, she doesn't drive. You have never used your social security number. You haven't been registered anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You haven't like no credit cards in your name. You didn't take any money with you. Like how, how yeah. can you disappear yeah, and never body. come back up? But but I know it's it's, it's happened, but it isn't. But it's happened take, before. Yeah. It, you've taken. I mean, cases have been have gone to court on less than this before. Yeah. yeah. Um. And all of the evidence that anything existed. Well, look at Susan Powell. There's way more fucking evidence in that case for him to have easily gone to fucking jail than this guy. But I don't. I don't know, dude. I don't know because I'm just like this. People don't just disappear. I get it. Like, I just don't... And it's frustrating because you want more justice. People don't just disappear and, like, it it doesn't happen. They didn't look into it at the time. They just took his word for it that, like, she'd been calling him and they took his word for it that she had used her credit card. Like, he told them, like, no, she used used her credit card. That's easy to find out. Not now because the records are gone. It's too late. Well, back then it could have been. But they didn't. Yeah. They didn't because they were friends friends with him. So they just didn't look into any of it. Yeah. Um, he told Joanne like two days after she was gone that she wasn't coming back when he's telling everyone else that she's just gone away for a little while mm-hmm. and that she's sorting herself out and she's and I want her to come back. You want her to come back, but you so moved a 16 year old into her house mm-hmm. like no, mm-hmm. there's just no way. And um, so the, that's the result of the coronial inquest. But then the the DPP was just like, we're not going to do anything. Pursue, right. 
we're not going to pursue it for all this time. And then this podcast came out. It reignited interest in this case. Oh, no. And so the podcast. Ke- and oh, my Chris God. Dawson was arrested in <gasps> December of 2018. Yes. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Shit. He was arrested in 2018. Have they found the body? They're taking him to trial. They have not found the body. They have done um, a, a few years ago, back in like the mid 90s, I think, they did do like ground penetrating radar mm-hmm. um, where they found and they dug a little bit around the pool. But again, all of it without like sledgehammering all of the like concrete concrete they dug around they did find a pink cardigan that had (gasps) slash marks in it that are consistent with stab marks oh my um but they weren't able to find dna on (sighs) it but this was like the mid 90s if they were to retest that and also the ground penetrating radar I'm like, Have dig this fucking, fucking pl- I want a baby or yeah. like some child or yeah, adult under exactly. my pool. I don't want to, yeah. no, I'm- no, no, I'm not going to have a poltergeist situation. No, dig, dig it, it up. up. Well, and that's what they're trying to do now. They're trying to like work with the current owners of the house because this is now like a three or four million dollar property. And so they're trying to work with the owners of the house. People who listen to the podcast have like wealthy people have been like, let's get together. Let's buy this house and then we'll let you guys do it. Well, but the cops don't want I'll just buy you a new pool. Like, can we can we start a GoFundMe for a new pool for these people? And for the outside of the windows where they like where the soil was soft. Like who wants a maybe dead body Mm -hmm. on their property? Yeah, literally. And if you have a three four million dollar house i'm pretty sure you can swing getting that dead body out of the backyard yeah yeah so solving a murder and bringing peace and justice to the fucking little girls that she had mm -hmm. and to her mother and to her family right Mm. right well her mother and her father are dead now lynn's (sighs) parents are dead they died not knowing what happened um and so it's it's he was arrested in December of 2018. He is currently out on bail, but the trial is currently underway about um, about oh that. Oh my God, so, I cannot wait to listen to this podcast. And either. be furious yes. on the freeway. It, like, what's, what's upsetting uh, is that like no one did anything and like you can hear how regretful the people in her life are yeah. now because it was the early 80s and you just kind of were like, like someone said it perfectly. There was another babysitter before Joanne who lived, who worked in that house. And she's the only one who says that she saw any like actual aggression mm. between Chris and Lynn. Like he, she saw him like shove her or something and like hit her with like a dish towel or whatever. And she says it perfectly where she says, it's like there was this door and we all just said, whatever happens behind that door is nobody's business Mm. about like their domestic problems and like the way that he treated her. Everyone was just kind of like, but this is a man. That's again a sign of the times. Yeah. Yeah, Cause I mean, imagine if that was happening in our group. Oh Oh, God, fucking no way. There's no way. Oh, we would put a stop to that immediately. Yeah. I I can't literally not. I can't, but I'm like, I know like, there are no closed doors in this friend group. Exactly. No. None. No. None. I'd kick it down. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, I mean, I it's like an, and there's so much more like to the story. Like there are full episodes devoted to like the like abuse of the children in these schools and things like that. And Chris Dawson's behavior. He went on to teach at an all girls school. He went on to teach at an all girls oh, school. No. I- Mm-hmm. I want to flip this table. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> so there's there's so much like Ugh. there's so much to this story, but it is fascinating. If you have not listened to Teacher's Pet, go um, and do it. My next deep dive. I, I hear know. it coming. Me too. I got to finish this one about Isaac Keys. 
Oh yeah, Israel. Israel keys. Israel keys. Yeah. 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 Sorry. No. Our good friend Ike. Ike. Yeah. Isaac Keys. He's actually he's the brother. It's like Craig Christ or whatever. Craig Christ. I want I want everyone to know. Like I wrote tons of notes on this. I didn't even look at them because like this story is that fucking like wild. That is wild. It's just so upsetting. And I feel bad for his daughters because the oldest one, they were four and two when Lynn went missing. Aww. And the four-year-old is the one that's obviously more open. She gets interviewed on the podcast. She won't talk about her dad. Mm. But like she gets interviewed on the podcast. She's obviously more open. The two-year-old is just like solidly like, this is bullshit. Mm. This is a witch hunt. My dad didn't do anything. Well, and it's easy sad. when that's all you know. It's yeah. all you know. You like, she was two. She doesn't remember her mom. The idea of something like that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So, Ooh. anyway. Yeah. I just started listening to The Ballad of Billy Balls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's that about? It's uh, Billy Balls. He's, like, a musician in the 70s oh, in okay. New York. Like, played CBGB a ton and then was, like, violently murdered oh my god in the the east village (gasps) and yeah and his girlfriend at the time actually is like common law wife because they were together for like uh five years um has been trying since then to solve his murder and i can listen to this woman talk forever yeah she just has that kind of she has got a vibe her voice is phenomenal it's so new york i love it but it's also it's like it's like 70s New York. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Exactly Which is very different mean. from now. I mean, she is like 70s New York to the core. Like hardcore used to be at CBGB's rocking out and in that scene in the 80s yeah. and the, the 70s and 80s. And it's just, it's really good so far. So mm. that's my, one of my listening I to. just love the, I love this. And I understand it can be problematic. And I understand why people in law enforcement might not be totally on board with this trend. But I think it's so important because this stuff happens so often where there are these like injustices that take place. And like without this podcast, I don't think this would be happening. You need to. It's it's so liberating that you can kind of like pull the attention yourself now. You don't have to wait for like a media market to pay attention to you or mm-hmm. want to pick up your story or want to put it on 60 minutes like right. you can yeah. you can do it yourself and you can be like this shit happened <laughs> like you yeah. know well and doing doing the research and and telling the story i mean we're all three doing like ancestry.com research i mean it's just so it's so easy and it's so hard right now to find information <laughs> don't i know you know yeah. and and i just i i love the fact that people are I love the rise of the armchair detectives because it is a really thankless and difficult job to be in law enforcement. Like how many cases hit their desk every day? I mean, and you simply cannot pay attention to every single one. You cannot. It's, it's so fucking hard. So, but that's also so fucking shitty because for that one that you can't pay attention to, there's an entire family and group of people who need you to pay attention to that. Exactly. Which is why it's, it's really cool for, you know, people, if you can, you know, call attention to these these cases and help in, in any way. I love the Jensen and Holes podcast. Yeah, same. You know, and I want them to do uh, one on Israel Keys because honestly, I really think. Oh, he's got more victims for sure. Oh, he a hundred fucking yeah. percent. Yeah, you yeah. have all these kits all over the country, all over. Yeah. Oh, wow. Dude, it's wild. Yeah. It's fucking wild. But listening to him talk about it is yikes. Yeah. 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 
I have um so have you guys watched um Wine Country yet? Not yet. No. Not yet. Is it so oh my good? God, Kristen, I I'm watched it last cry. night. I already can so feel funny. that it's like something that's so funny but also so heartwarming like thinking about like I just love female friendship movies. It's me too. So cute. It's so I love cute them. and we were literally just rolling. Did laughing. you go see it's it in so theaters? Funny. No, it's on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix? Yeah, it's a Netflix movie. This is everything I, I did not know that the Ted Bundy movie was on Netflix either. And then oh. I was like, oh, yeah. I thought these were movies that were going to come out in the theater. Yeah. Okay, did you watch cool. the Ted Bundy movie yet? No. Okay. Me no, either. We'll wait to talk have about you? it. Yeah. All right. I mean, I have thoughts, but okay. it's, uh, I feel like I'm very moderate on this topic because I can, I'm You're middle, middle of the road. I am middle, I'm very middle of the road. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. So, and I don't want to. I'm withholding spoil. judgment until I watch yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to place my judgment on any of your thoughts. Sure. Because sure. Because I think that. <laughs> You know me. You know which side I'm probably going to be on. I know which on. side you're probably going to be on. <laughs> um, I yeah. think this is very us in this way. I am definitely Miss Reason, you know, Reasonable Doubt. Like, give everybody, you know, like, take a look at both sides. I can see why people are angry by the movie, but I can also see why it's an important version of the story to understand, like, how people close to. And I also think that it's important for people to see how she felt because this is a thing I brought up with you earlier, which is that, which wasn't on air, but you never know who just because they have a good looking, they're good looking or they have a good personality because they're, they seem and they feel it's part of their job to make you feel comfortable, to make you feel okay about them. You need to see that. Yeah. Well, you need and to see and that. here's the thing. Good looking people know they're good looking too. And, and we live in a, a world char- of a charisma and we, but I mean, we also live in a world of like, um, cause I'm thinking of the same thing with like Paul and Chris Dawson. They were good looking guys. It's like, we also live in a world where pretty privilege does exist. 100%. Like being good looking you absolutely know that there are certain things that you can get away mm-hmm. with that like you wouldn't be able to get away with if you weren't that way. Yeah. And I think that it increases your amount of charisma and confidence to be able to be like, I can get away with this. Yeah. 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 And they're like going gonna... to, it's confidence. It mm-hmm. comes off, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I, and I do think that's important because yeah, we I give agree. a lot of people the benefit of the doubt. Like, Oh, I mean, he's such a nice guy. The people who, you know, I'll I save agree. this for off the air. Okay, cool. All right. All right. But we'll anyway. talk about it whenever we've seen it all together. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, if you have stories, and remember, we want some like dating as a single parent yes. uh, stories uh, or any stories. More Shorties, roommate stories. Roommate 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 stories. Oh my God. Please, are the best. Please, bad roommates. Please email us at myworstdatepodcast at gmail.com or just go to our website. It's a one-stop shop where you can become a Patreon member. You can listen to us. You can connect with all of our social meds. That is myworstdatepodcast.com. And thank you so much for listening, for rating and reviewing and for writing us. We love you guys so much and we'll see you next time. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.